Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In 2016, Andrew Luck was the Colts quarterback. In 2017, it was Scott Tolzien. In 2018, it was Luck again. In 2019, it was Jacoby Brissett. In 2020, Philip Rivers came along. In 2021, Carson Wentz came along. Yesterday, Wentz went hopping along yet again, traded to Washington. The Colts will have had six quarterbacks, six week one starting quarterbacks, in as many years. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. That is not what you want in Pittsburgh. You want the Steelers to find themselves a quarterback that they can build around. An offense that is founded on that quarterback's strengths that they can build around. A roster, a lineup, a draft class that you can build around based in part on the quarterback that you have. What you can't do, what you definitely don't want to do, is to change quarterbacks like changing diapers the way they're doing it in Indianapolis. And this is more than any other reason why I'm opposed to bringing in some outsider into the mix, meaning some free agent, whoever, whatever, or worse, reaching in this coming draft class and moving up and getting a quarterback probably won't be that guy. This can be difficult to accept, but the Steelers adding a franchise quarterback is not wholly in their control. We'd like to think that it is. We'd like to think that if they really, really, really wanted somebody, they'd go and get them and they'd staple Mason Rudolph's rear end to the bench And that'd be that. And we would just move right on. It would just be seamless from one franchise quarterback to the next. Just like what happened in Green Bay. Just like what happened years before that in San Francisco. No one would ever see the difference. Montana to Young. Favre to Rodgers. Boom. Just like that. Well, guess what? It doesn't work like that. Hardly ever. Those are the extraordinary exceptions. And this football team and this team's management needs to deal in reality. And the reality is, if they get through a full year, a competitive year, with Rudolph as their quarterback, 
and build up the rest of the team by pursuing assets that are attainable, that do exist, and can be drafted, then that makes so much more sense. So much more. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. You want to know what I wonder? In all of these various quarterback scenarios that are now eating up all of the headlines across the National Football League, are the Steelers really even pursuing any of them? For every time you've heard the Steelers mentioned in association with a quarterback, have you ever heard it corroborated by a second media outlet? Have you? Think about it. I haven't. I'm kind of paying close attention to it. A former NFL quarterback who serves as an analyst, and will not have his name mentioned here because of the ridiculousness of this report, suggested not only that the Steelers, this was yesterday, not only that the Steelers were after Deshaun Watson, but that they're going to have him signed by tomorrow. I kid you not. The Steelers wouldn't come within 300 miles of considering signing Watson with the predicament that he's in, or to be clear, in arranging a trade with the Texans. He's not a free agent. He's still Houston property. That's the absolute antithesis of the player that you'd bring in. And I don't have to wonder about this since there are exactly 31 teams that feel the same way. As desperate as you're seeing some teams behave in acquiring quarterbacks, as desperate as the need is, more desperate than in Pittsburgh, in places like, say, oh, I don't know, Seattle right about now, where they're looking at a Drew Locke versus Geno Smith duel in training camp, you're still not seeing Watson be taken seriously as a trade chip anywhere. And yet that came up and, of course, immediately got blasted right down, meaning that he could come to the Steelers. You haven't seen a second outlet corroborate a single thing. And in this football world, where players know a lot, where agents know a lot more, and where team executives know pretty much everything, and all three parties tend to share information, and not one of them has corroborated the Steelers as being in on any of these other quarterbacks. The closest you've come to seeing multiple attribution has been related to Mitch Trubisky. And even that, I'm not buying. Not yet. Meaning that the Steelers are interested. Meaning that the Steelers are considering making that move and being a real player. And remember, there's two different levels of this. You can call and say, hey, yeah, we're interested. Uh, make sure you stay in touch with us and let us know what kind of offers you're getting, and we'll see 
we'll see if we're interested in making one. That's only the first step. After that, you've got to start getting involved in the offers or you get thrown out of that equation in a hurry. That's the second level. I don't believe the Steelers have hit the first level. Not just with Trubisky, but with anyone. I believe this team is going to start the 2022 season with Rudolph at quarterback for all of the reasons that I just outlined. Not because I'm sitting here waving pom-poms about Mason or that I even necessarily think he's going to succeed. I just think that it's the Steelers' approach that they're going to invest their resources this year into the positions that they can address in a meaningful way. When we come back, just one question. Marcus Mariota not considered the get over Mitch Trubisky. Let's add context. Mariota was the second overall pick in 2015. Injuries more sidelined him than it was performance. And if we remember, that staff in Tennessee used him and Derrick Henry all wrong while he was on their roster. Yeah, we can do that all day with Mariota and how he performed in Nashville, Rich. But the fact of the matter is that over the last couple of years, he was a backup for the Raiders behind Derek Carr. Uh, they used him, and you probably saw this, uh, occasionally they would bring him out onto the field to run some kind of gadgety play to take advantage of his mobility and let him run a little bit and throw the defense a bit of a curve. And it, it whatever, you know, it, it's not the same as being an NFL quarterback, but there are teams that are going to consider him let's say, a bridge-type starter. And maybe that's Pittsburgh. Maybe. He certainly fills the mobility qualifier that we've heard from Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin. He's definitely still young and fresh enough that he could come in and compete for starting duty with someone who has a lot less experience in the NFL in Rudolph. And he's not going to be super expensive. Most of the estimates that I've seen for what he'd get through free agency have him at about a year and $8 million or $9 million, And that sounds about right. He was two years and 17 with the Raiders. But again, they knew exactly what they were getting and why. And they couldn't have been ruling out that he'd have a chance to start there. But now, here again, I'm going to throw this back at you. Because if Mariota is a better option in your eyes than Trubisky, I see them as pretty much the same thing. And maybe we'd agree, maybe we wouldn't. You didn't bring up Rudolph or, for that matter, Dwayne Haskins, that these guys wouldn't be, either of them, some big upgrade, if any upgrade at all, on Rudolph and or Haskins then why take almost a third of all this wonderful cap space that you've got available to you, this unprecedented amount of cap space, and throw it into a prayer that really doesn't have much of a ceiling to it? That's the thing that gets me. I'm going to keep coming back to this. 
I want the next quarterback of the Steelers to be the real thing. I want the investments that this franchise makes into that position to be the real thing. No, I don't think Rudolph is that guy. I could end up being wrong, but I don't think he is. What I know that he is, is an existing investment. And I'd rather see the investments that are made, whether it's in the draft, whether it's in free agency, whether it's through trades, be made into pieces that will apply to this franchise's new foundation on offense or defense. Let's not pretend, even though it's the glamour spot, that quarterback's the only need on this football team or even the greatest need on this football team. I said something a couple days ago on this show that really seemed to rile up some people in comments about how there are other positions that are more important for the Steelers to address. And the criticism that was shot back at me was, how can you say that? Quarterback's the most important position. Are you nuts? Well, of course I know what's the most important position. But to keep pounding this point here today, you have to have an option with which to address it. And if you don't, then you just go right ahead and address other positions and just let it go for a year. Let it go. See what happens with Mason. See what happens with Dwayne. I don't know about anyone who's listening to this, and I'm not going to try to speak for anybody else, but I don't want to take a third of my cap space and light it on fire by handing it to people who might never once put on their helmet and go across the white line. If the Steelers were to believe in Trubisky, as I said earlier this week, if they were to believe that there's something there, if they were to believe that he could come in and show a ceiling, then I'd be in favor of it. If they were to feel the same way about Mariota, or really anybody else, and there aren't many others, then I'd be okay with it. But if it would be for the purpose of bringing in someone to push Mason or to have as a serviceable backup, that's lighting the money on fire. That's lighting the cap space on fire. And I'd rather see offensive linemen, inside linebackers, defensive linemen, cornerbacks, maybe bring back Terrell Edmonds. I want to see that money go to smart, sound football decisions that'll make a difference for years to come. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We will do one last one tomorrow.